this mini-series within View From The Lab, where I talk to early career teacher Vicky Hilditch, a new recruit based in the northwest of England. This time I caught up with Vicky just before the Christmas break 2021 to see how things were progressing with her science teaching and life in school in general. I hope you find this mini-series insightful as I'll be catching with Vicky again later in the spring term. So without further ado, let's hear Vicky's View From The Lab. How are you today, Vicky? How would you rate your tiredness on a scale of one to ten? Uh, as oh, just for context, this is the last week of the autumn term, uh, almost Christmas. So, how are you feeling in terms of tiredness? As in zero being not very tired, ten being the most tired. Yeah, um, ten. About eight. Uh, eight. Okay, so ten, ten would be. I literally don't want to do this podcast. So good. Eight. So you're pretty tired. I I would expect that to be the case. So it's getting quite dark outside, isn't it? Um, getting to the, the shortest day of the year for daylight, um, but. I'm assuming that you are still um, fighting a good fight. You're still at school and um, you're going to make it to the end of the week. Do you break up literally this Friday or a bit before that? No, it's Friday, lunchtime. It's this Friday. And it'll be breaking up at lunchtime. That is quite a nice um, uh, end to the term then. Good. So just remind us and um, the listeners uh, where you're based. So where's your school based and uh, what kind of school is it? Um, I'm, so I'm in North Staffordshire. It's about an hour away from Manchester and it's a Church of England school. The Church of England School. Okay, so um, earlier on in the, the the first half to half term, we caught up and had a conversation about um, your experience so far. Now it probably it's probably gone in a blink of an eye for you in terms of the the last time we spoke. Um, but how has the second half of the what I called the first term? I know people change the way they call terms, but how has the second half gone? Has it been harder in some ways, or has it been a bit easier? Now it's after half term. How you're feeling generally in terms of? you know the, the the pressures on you at this time of year uh definitely feel better feel like i'm know a bit more what i'm doing know a bit more about the school know the pupils a bit better so everything seems to be flowing a lot easier i'd say it's definitely felt easier than the first half of the half term um but a lot more sort of as we've got tired and as the kids have got tired more behavior issues definitely towards christmas than i noticed to start with um but i think lesson wise everything's flowing a lot nicer so I seem to be enjoying it a lot more. <laughs> enjoying it, and so you're getting to know your, know your classes. Um, are there any classes that still are, I imagine, uh, ch- more of a challenge than others? How, how are you finding, if you like, if you, if you pick, look back and look at the thinking about your your most challenging class in the first half term, are they still your most challenging class, or have things switched around a little bit? Have they have things kind of morphed in a different direction? They are definitely still my most challenging class, but yeah. we've got a good relationship now. So I've spent a lot of time with them, um, trying to build relationships up before. I've started to teach them more in-depth content and we've got more of a dialogue now in the classroom which is nice because it was a lot of like it felt like a bit of friction a bit like a brick wall to start with but they're starting to open up a lot more now and it's a lot nicer in the classroom with that class but they're still challenging. <laughs> still challenging and what kind of routines have you kind of um, been repeating with them to make sure they're kind of getting the the, the consistency is there anything you're, you're doing that you always do every lesson and to make sure that things even if they come come in after a maybe a lunchtime or a break time, and they're um, a bit excitable, shall we say. Um, are there only things you, you always do that class, you need, and in a sense, you definitely need to do them with that class because um, it, it gets a better start to less than anything you've been using or trialling this this half term? Yeah, I always give them like a little do now task when they get in and they have to do that in silence. And if they don't do it in silence, they go out of my room straight away. So that's sort of like set in stone now. They're all kind of used to where everything is in the classroom. So that's a nice routine and they all settle down. So even if they've had quite an excitable lesson or break or lunch, they know they've got something to focus on as soon as they come in. 
and that's definitely become more established in this half half term. It was a bit of a battle to start with, but I get in there now. I still do get some hiccups when they come in and they're far too excited, so they take a quick two minutes outside and then they come in. Okay, okay. And um, in terms of your do your do now um, activities, are those always on the board? Do you always print something out for them so they're settled down with something printed in front of them, um, or you know, how do you focus those? Are they a particular style each time? I try and vary them as much as I can. So uh, they're quite a low ability class, so I'll sometimes give them like a word wheel, and they've got to find the keywords for the topic, but without telling them what they've been in the past. They've got to find them in the word wheel, and then perhaps say what they mean. Sometimes it's like little true false questions. And then a little bit of an extension, can you fix the false statements? So they're always kind of similar, but I'll try and mix them up so it's not always the same thing when they come in, so they're not always getting bored. Okay. Um, and how is how are things, obviously, when we're recording this, it's just before Christmas, as I said. Um, I know that uh, in my region, locally, um, that schools, senior schools especially, have had to, had to have a big challenge in terms of staffing. Um, and uh, from my experience, um, my local school has had to um, had a mixture of some home learning over the past couple of weeks, switching up the year groups um, and moving it around a little bit. How's that been in your in your part of the country? Has, has there been some challenges in terms of staffing in your school? Yeah, there has been. Uh, there's been quite a few offer with various things, not just COVID, other illnesses and because everyone's got blues and things like that um i did my first ever cover lesson this half term which was english and that was interesting <laughs> um but it was nice to be at oaks as a class i teach as well so it was nice to see them in like a sort of different subject and see their knowledge but uh, i think everyone in the school sort of chipped in and helped everyone out which has been nice uh, we've managed to not get many cover supervisors in so kind of kept it all internal where we could do um, and then when kids have been off with COVID, because we've had quite a lot as well just like made sure we're setting work for them so they've got things to uh, keep them up to date at school they've been emailing things in so it's been like a really nice like sort of um, back and forth from kids that are at home and you that are in school and they'll always send things in to you so that's been really nice. Okay so you've got quite a few internal kind of cover supervisors that's really helped your school um, not relying too much on external cover that's good to that's good to hear that that's, that's working well because uh, it's, it's always a difficult time of year anyway. Um, so, so COVID's not had um, a massive effect yet obviously at, at the time of this recording um, this will hopefully go out earlier in 2022, but uh, um, we have the, um, the spectre of uh, Omicron in news at the moment and difficulties that that may may inevitably cause in all areas of life, including, including schools. Is there anything particularly that you, your school, your head teachers talked about in terms of January, about anything that may be changing or, or, or things that might be, might be tricky in January? Is it, have they been talking about that school at all? Uh, not really mentioned it yet, to be honest. Um, I suppose it's still early in the number of cases of it and everything. Um, but I would imagine with what the government is saying, I would think it would be unlikely that schools will close, but I've been wrong about such things in the past, so. <laughs> yeah, we, ne- we never know because when we listen to Backlist in hindsight, might, we might be a, <laughs> a surprise what may, what may or may not have happened. So, um, and how's the feeling in terms of um, uh, staff morale, thinking about booster jabs, etc. Obviously you're a relatively young person and a young teacher. Um, is that something you would like to uh, kind of encourage other teachers to do in terms of booster jabs and the rest of us? Is that something that they've been talking about in the staff room or something that's on people's minds at all? Yeah, it's been um, sort of mentioned. A lot of people have gone for their boosters already or they've got theirs booked. Um, I can't book mine till Thursday, but I think most are like on board and getting it done just for a bit of extra protection from themselves and then people that, when they come home as well. There's been a lot of chat about it, but I think most people are pretty on board. 
Have you ever felt overwhelmed by your marking load but still concerned about tier entry and ensuring your students are on track to meet their potential in science this year? Are you unsure that your department is marked consistently and matching how examiners would view your students' work? Do your students need that extra motivation that comes from being assessed by external examiners to nudge them towards a little bit more effort when it comes to their revision? Well, the Pearson Edexcel mock service may be just what you're looking for. It comes in two distinct flavours to serve your school's needs. You can choose from either a paper-based service to really match the experience your students will get in their final assessments, or an on-screen route which still uses the same experienced examiners to give you an authentic experience. The service is also linked to Results Plus, our results analysis tool, which gives you a full question level breakdown of your candidate's performance. We know mocks will be landing in schools at a variety of times, which is why flexibility is the key to this service. You can choose which papers you need for your cohort and make entries three weeks in advance wanting to sit your mock exams and we'll take care of everything else. Final dates for the service this year are 17th of April for our paper-based option and 11th of April for our on-screen delivery. Don't delay, find out more today as slots are limited. To get more details including prices, type in Pearson Edexcel Mock Service into your favourite search engine and find out more including all the pricing options. Thanks for listening, let's get back to the podcast. Any kind of key, um, sounds a bit of a cliche really, any kind of key lessons learned from the almost the first two terms now, you say things are getting um slightly easier are you expecting in a sense um the new half term to be even easier or do you think that winter that i, they, I know they always call it the spring term but i always felt it was the, like the winter term really between january and uh, february half term because it's pretty cold it's pretty dark and it's a hard ter- term to kind of get um get started on i, I always thought and um, there's anything you're you kind of think will be slightly bit easier if if uh, the COVID situation doesn't, you know, throw a spanner in the works. What are your, what are your thoughts in terms of 2022, the early part of 2022? Uh, I think behaviour will still hopefully continue to improve. And then I'm hoping my year 11 class will just, I think they often say like when they come back from Christmas, they start to realise they haven't got much time left before they're finishing. So I think they'll start to knuckle down. So I think they'll be both a challenge because I'll have to keep them sort of on track revising. Um, but I think behaviour wise, they should be, hopefully a bit better and a bit more they're realizing what's happening okay so you feel like on a bit more focused they can almost see the finish line after they've got past christmas can't they and um the caveat of who knows what will happen when this gets released and whether things will change um um, obviously the plan as we record is is for assessments to go on as planned but with the uh with the advanced information um this year uh to, to kind of guide students to a certain extent so um thinking about um kind of colleagues that you know from your kind of training year i don't know if you however you're in contact or whether you know a lot of kind of young teachers um either contact virtually or in person how are they how are they getting on how do you know how your colleagues are getting on i suspect you're quite busy so maybe you can't catch up always um but uh, is have you heard any much about um how your colleagues are getting on so there's five of us at the school i'm at who are all ects uh four real my skip program last year and then some somewhere else and we meet up once half term to go for a coster and a bit of a chat um, and i think gen- general consensus is we were all struggling a bit more last half term and now it's sort of starting to feel like we're fitting in a bit more like we're getting involved in extra things and like the kids are realizing that we're there to stay so i think we've all noticed we've got some more wins this half term than we did last half term but i know a lot of our time now <laughs> They're getting tired. So for you personally, 
you know, teachers are always a time of, of rest and, re- and, and relaxation in theory for teachers, but there's always obviously the uh, period of time where I suppose you were kind of almost collapsed at the end, end of the term and then a, a period where you perhaps do something nice. Have you got anything you want, you know, you're planning in for Christmas or are you just kind of taking it easy as much as you can and you're not kind of going away anywhere exotic or doing anything exciting in the Christmas break? I think just taking it easy because I moved house in the summer, so I'm sort of hopefully getting a bit round to do a bit more unpacking because I haven't had much time for that. <laughs> so hopefully do a bit of that and then getting ready for spring term spring term awaits um and have you have interest so spring term starting um what's the date you're going to start on fourth of jan fourth of jan okay nice nice uh on on, on the dot and in your school do you are you going to have a uh an inset day on that on that day or is it straight in back into action straight back in here Straight back into action. Okay, <laughs> well, um, I think you definitely deserve a good, uh, good break and a good rest, especially if you are starting, um, you know, uh, right away uh, on that first day back on on, on the fourth. Um, obviously, with all the, uh, the the challenges of the new of the exams, etc., for the new year. So, thank you very much for joining me and uh, kind of telling us how you're getting on. What we'll try and do is have a catch up either in Feb half term or definitely by Easter to see how things are going and uh, see how the year's progressing. And obviously we'll have an update on uh, hopefully the COVID situation will may have improved yes. again by the next time we have a conversation in 2022. So thanks. Thanks very much for joining us today and uh, letting us know your view from the lab. Thank you very much, Vicky. Thank you for having me. Thanks again for joining me on this early career teacher series. I'll be catching up with Vicky again later in the year to see how she's getting on. Do you have any suggestions of guests we should have on this year's podcast? Feel free to send me an email at andy.woods at pearson.com and I'll guarantee you a reply. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you on the next one.